Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to X-Files podcast. Hi, Claire. Hello, Janice. And welcome everyone else who's here. We are so excited. We were just talking about how it's over um, when this comes out, it's going to be over a month and a half of podcasting and we're so excited. It's been, it's such (laughs) a journey. There have been many listens We're we're approaching. I mean, little, little numbers, but like Mm -hmm. we're approaching a thousand listens Um, in a month and a week. I think that that's pretty good actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We're approaching it, but you know, maybe sometime soon, maybe after this episode, we'll be there. So absolutely. And of course we've got our great happy hour episode that dropped today. So that's just going to put us way over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once people find out about the, the vibes in this corner of the internet, they're gonna want to join in so and also we're starting to hear from people and everyone please keep it coming because it really uh makes our day when we hear from our listeners so thank you from you guys and we're happy to answer questions in the dms um which has been super fun so we've gotten some goodies and for me, I'm enjoying it because it's hella cold where we are yeah. <laughs> and really warms the heart to hear from people. Um, I don't know if this means anything to anyone, but it's nine degrees, uh, nine Fahrenheit, degrees Fahrenheit where Claire and I are. Yeah. And for our overseas listeners, which we have many, that's... Uh, hold on. I got to I gotta look. I got to So that's negative 12. <laughs> It's really cold and uh, neither of yeah. us are used to it. So no. I'm sure that people are going to think it's boring because I keep on bringing up how cold it is. Yeah, but weather, me... weather report. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> All right. So why are we here this evening, Claire? So today we are talking about social media after a breakup because this is such a, a monster to deal mm-hmm. with yeah. after a breakup because never in human history, first of all, have we ever had to deal with our ex just being able to like pop into our awareness Mm -hmm. at any point um really in the past hundred years there have been a lot of developments in dating first of all we do date um (laughs) and (laughs) you know sleep with people before (laughs) marriage possibly so there's been a lot of changes, but the internet has definitely made breakup recovery a lot harder um, because your ex is just available. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll go. And you make yourself available to your ex. And yeah. also, we are on social media a lot. A lot. I mean, let's just face it. Yeah. I consider myself to be someone who kind of keeps boundaries but when I look at how much time you know I spend on Instagram you know it's it's through the day I'm gonna be honest I'm not gonna you know (laughs) pretend that I just do the you know a couple times a day no I go on there all the time everyone does or a lot of people yeah a lot of people do because it is very addicting like I just watched the social dilemma and that was oh my god I Uh, am I've been uh, holding back watching it because I'm so worried that it's just going to mess with my mind so much. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, I mean, it's, 
Yeah. I had a friend who was so affected by watching it. Wow. And I guess, I don't know. It also, it sounds kind of dark and uh, I don't know. I just, I don't yeah. want to go there right now. Yeah. It's cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> Not when it's cold <laughs> outside and I need to, to distract that. myself with social media. <laughs> right. I'll do this during the summer when there's other things to do. Yeah. I mean, I think like, first of all, there's, you know, it is made to be addicting. Um, they talk a lot about that in the movie. Um, but it also we use it as kind of a numbing activity to get like to get out of your current reality and when you're going through a breakup and you're trying to like numb your emotions and then the thing that you're using to numb your emotions you just happen to see your ex on there mm-hmm. oh bad not fun yeah. um so it's it's there's a lot of angles to how damaging that this can be to your breakup recovery. So we want to talk about ways to make that as conducive to your healing as possible. Um, and why, um, cause that was just a very brief overview, but why scientifically this is so hard after a breakup. So, yeah, this is something that our lives are entrenched in. And I think that when it comes to social media, there are probably I'd go out and say, there's some ways to do it wrong and some ways to do it right. Yeah. So we're going to share some of those with you um, this evening slash today. Today or morning, whenever you're listening. Whenever you're listening to it, we're sharing them with you now. Yeah. Would you like to get started, my dear? Yeah. So we're just going to move through like different parts of social media and different um, like different facets of it that you Mm -hmm. may be looking at. So we're going to start off by talking about pictures of the two of you on your feed and what do you do with them after a breakup. Um, And I get that this is really hard and there is going to be resistance to just point blank deleting basically your past. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this person may have been in your life for a few months. They may have been in their life for a few years. And so if you start deleting all of those pictures together, that it is, it does feel like you're pretending that those months or years just didn't happen. Right. Um, So what I suggest doing, like, first of all, for the first week, like, just don't go on social media. Don't look at anything. Don't go through your pictures. Mm. Just be sad Um, (laughs) (laughs) without making yourself more sad. But Mm -hmm. don't go and tag them. Don't do anything to the pictures that is like sending a message to them. Don't send a message. mm -hmm. You want to be neutral and to be neutral, don't do anything with those pictures yet. However, once you've passed like that week mark, then you can start thinking about what you would like to do with those photos. Some people are okay with just leaving them up. Mm -hmm. Um, I would at least try to push them down your feed by posting Mm -hmm. new photos so that they're not the first thing you see when you go onto your profile. You Mm -hmm. just like... Because you want to minimize any sort of like unprepared, like blindside seeing a photo of your ex and being like, ugh. You know, you want to at least be like, okay, if I scroll down, I'm going to see a picture of him. Am I strong enough to do that today? Okay. If that is not your thing and you do not want to leave your photos up on your feed, 
I did not do that with my ex-fiance, for instance. What I did is I actually archived those photos. It's something you can do on Instagram. Instead of deleting them, you archive them. So you can still access your archive, but no one else can see it. Um, But they're not gone you know, and it also takes going and looking at them to archive them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you do have to go through them. And I like, I recommend if you're in a dark place, I would have a friend over for that and be like, Hey, this Mm -hmm. is what we're going to do today. And then we're going to go and do something else afterwards Um, (laughs) to like bring you out of that tough spot. Um, You could also like be like, Hey friend, here's my phone, go through and archive all the pictures of me and my partner, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then that way you don't have to go and like, look at every single one of you throughout your history. Um, But yeah, the archive is great because then you still have the memories of areas if you want to add them, if you get to a place where you can look back and be like, wow. Which you will. This is one place where time does help. Eventually this will not sting the way that it does now. So yeah, put them out of view for now and then come back a while later and see, see what's up. Have those that that little shoebox of memories in your in your technological <laughs> shoebox. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, um, and I'm not sure if I'm jumping ahead here, but these are like pictures in your phone um, as well, not just pictures of on your. I think feed. this is a good tip. Actually, we we talked about this in the no contact episode. Actually, yeah. and I, I think that the Dropbox tip that you have is is good. yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you want to save those, but not have them online, um, you can do this with both. You could do it with your Instagram photos. It's going to take like an extra step to do it, but Hey, if you want to have it like off of the app completely, you can save the photos and then put them in a Google drive or Dropbox. Um, and it, you know, any pictures you have on your phone, this is definitely a good thing to do with them. So they're not just there. Um, yeah, because especially iPhones, they're like, they have that home page where it's like yeah. people that you uh, are significant in your <laughs> yes. life. And so uh-huh. it's like, yeah. oh, you have lots of pictures of this person. And you're like, thanks right. for yeah, the reminder. Please get rid of them. Uh, There's nothing more painful than seeing the selfies or the pics of recent yeah. fun times. Just, yeah. yeah. And even if it is that you, you know, do it on a Friday night pour a glass of wine and yeah, get the, I'm a big fan of getting things off of your phone. Yeah. You know, like your phone is something that you just use so much. And for me, like, this is my, my sidekick. This is my buddy. (laughs) I need to be able to go to her whenever, um, and yeah, not feel the pain. So yeah, get rid of the photos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You want your phone to not be, yeah. to be a safe place yeah you want it to be safe that was <laughs> what i was going for so yeah um do you have anything to add to that Jonas? well or? just that i have done the dropbox thing in the past and found it extremely helpful um a few x's back <laughs> i i had done quite a bit of traveling and exploring and um international adventures together and so we did have quite a few photos and things mm-hmm. that i did and still do want to remember Mm-hmm. And yes, I did put everything in a Dropbox. I don't remember what I titled it, but it helped a lot. 
And um, like I've said before, I'm not sure what even happened to that folder. You know, eventually, you know, you do stop thinking about it. But that was effective for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that was a cat. Don't man them. (laughs) They're (laughs) mad about the closed door situation. Uh Um, (laughs) So we are next section is about not checking their socials and we do recommend don't Mm -hmm. go stalking them and we use that term lightly like not Mm -hmm. actual like full-on psycho stalking well no we don't think you should do that either but yeah don't do that social media stalking (laughs) is a term that everyone knows what it means yeah you're going and you're following them on these yes um and some people use fake accounts to do that and things like that (laughs) don't recommend Mm -hmm. and the reason that we are so like strict on this is because when you break up with someone your body and your mind has been used to being around them a lot and every time you have like a loving interaction with that person you're getting a little dopamine hit and that's causing those pathways in the brain to get stronger and stronger so yes, you're literally you, you have an addiction to this person you need it have you ever seen i mean in a tv show hopefully hopefully not in your real life but have you ever seen a, a like drug addict trying to get their fix yeah. They start running out of their drug of choice. They will literally do anything to get it again. Same thing here. There's a reason why you feel like you have to call them or you have yeah, and you to make up them. excuses, you, you find up reasons. Yeah, because yeah, mm. our brains are very smart. We're highly evolved. It'll think mm. of a logical reason why you must have your right. addiction yep. met. But you don't see it as feeding an addiction. And the thing is, is you don't need a physical interaction with that person to get some of the dopamine. You can get that through social media, seeing a picture of him, listening to his Instagram story. Um, Reading the DMs. And this is something we don't even have on our list, but delete the thread. Yeah. Those DMs can be very tempting to to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only caveat is if um, you've been in an abusive situation, you need to keep those as proof. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So that would be my only thing because I'm like, yeah, there are some things that I like deleted that I should have kept. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, so you are addicted literally to this person so you have to break that addiction it's gonna be hard because that is a very hard thing to do but knowing that it's an addiction and knowing that that is why you feel the need to do these things can help so I have a couple things you can do cold turkey you can just say I'm not doing it anymore but when that's really hard for my clients I suggest Mm -hmm. weaning themselves off and what that looks like is you can look in five days and just know in five days how much could he have fucking posted in five days you can wait five days to check you can get your Mm -hmm. fix next time it's six days but during those five days and that six days and that seven days and each time you build it up you are rewiring your brain those pathways are not getting 
stronger, they're getting weaker. And even though you do reward yourself with that hit every once in a while, it is still having a good effect. And you're also learning, wow, not much has happened since five days ago, since Mm. six days ago, six, seven days ago. And that you will get to a point where you don't feel the need to check anymore. And that is awesome. It's awesome to watch women do that. I've seen it. It's awesome. Um, And my, my thing is during that time, if you are, you know, cause it does help to know that there is a break, you know, that you will be able to check at some point. But if you are in that place where you're like, I absolutely must check number one rule is never do it during your hardest moments. Even if you're like, I'll wait 12 more hours because Mm -hmm. then I'll know it's morning. Yeah. Or when I wake up or in 24 hours or something other than right now, I've done this. I've done this myself. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. a little bit of delayed Mm -hmm. gratification. If you can't make it the days, set a new goal for yourself. It's kind of like when Mm -hmm. you're running and you're like, I'll, I'll walk at the next driveway. Yeah. A little bit further (laughs) because you set that goal. Um, and then also with that, I plan ahead. Um, and like, just for like my personal rules from, you know, when I was going through my breakup mm-hmm. was I never checked at night. Cause that was always my hardest moment. Oh my God. Do not yeah. check at night. Don't check at night. Especially if you're relaxing with <laughs> anything <laughs> adult. Beverage. Yeah. Don't check at night. Um, and I would plan it so that I would work out right afterwards because the endorphins always pulled me out of that slump and made me feel better. And I like so that. I'd that's healthy. Like, yeah. So, so it was healthy and it's like, you know, you're being kind to yourself. This is hard to do. And I don't recommend that like maybe a heroin addict like follows the same, like, situation. No, I don't think it works that way. really bad for you. Um, so, <laughs> right. But, yeah. This is but just yeah. for breakups. <laughs> just for breakups. This will help rewire your brain in that way. So, yep. And yeah. I think distracting yourself, if you're in the moment, um, I will put on some, or not now, but I would just put on something that I wanted to watch, yeah. you know, a sitcom, something funny uh, to distract myself is something yeah, that I would really do. Yeah. Release dopamine hmm. in some other way. Like yeah. all those billion Yeah, get hormones. your mind off of it. Yeah, yeah. Do like, I mean, that's why ice cream is such a cliche for after breakups yeah. is because yeah, it's you're like right. it makes your brain happy for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. So and yeah. getting getting a bit of sleep behind you helps as as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is one of mine as well. And I mean, I'm just going to talk as far as motivation for checking these things goes. Um, You know, you're trying to start a new life without this person. And the first couple of weeks are, you know, quite critical as far as the actions that you're going to take and the new behaviors and, you know, trying to see what this person is up to is, you know, the exact opposite of really what you need in these initial weeks and even months, you know, if you're still wanting to do this months later, you know, you kind of need to check what you need to do to put this behind you. And let's just be honest. If you didn't care, you wouldn't be looking. So, you know, seeing what um, their news is, seeing who is in the pictures with them, which is something I hear so much seeing how good they look um what they've been posting you wouldn't be looking if you yeah didn't care and so 
you know, you need to get to the point where you're not, I guess, caring, you know, even if you care about this person. Yeah. yeah you're kind you of taking it till you make it like fake it yeah. till you make yes, it. Yes. Like that is such a good way to put it over them. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of power. That's like part of the, the winning formula is act like you're over them until you're over them. Yeah. Um, and in fact, we could, I always say this, but we could do an episode on that actually, because that's a strategy <laughs> that I've used as well. And yeah. I mean, to be honest, I only really look at the, like go and seek out information on people's accounts of people I do really care for. And so, yeah, I do think that you need to get to the point where it doesn't get into your head that you want to go and look. Yeah. And um, we get to the point in almost every episode <laughs> where we say, sorry to be harsh, but- Here it goes. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is very dysfunctional behavior that has become normalized in our society because of the rapid um, embracing of social media. Okay, if you're not mm -hmm. with someone anymore, going and trying to find out what they're doing, find out what they look like, it's, it's dysfunctional. And the thing is that so many people do it. And so it's become normalized. And so people think that this is just what you do after a breakup. Mm -hmm. And it is true that so many people do this, but it doesn't mean that it's healthy. It certainly yeah. won't help you in any yeah. way. And so I would, yeah, take a stand. Yeah. Even like this. the last generation, you know, it's like in their forties and fifties, they got Facebook and they're like, oh my God, I can check in and see what my like classmates are doing mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and kind of really went into it hard. Um, but <laughs> before then, like they weren't like getting over a breakup was a, was a solitary. I mean, it wasn't uh, a shared experience with their ex. It wasn't another shared experience totally. with their ex. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, this that's person such a good is way not to in your it. life anymore. Yeah. Right. The breakup is, was not a shared experience. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. So I just say if whatever you can do, just, I mean, even if you need to tell yourself that this is a dysfunctional thing to do, yeah. I, I don't know. Don't be dysfunctional. Too. Yeah. <laughs> all right so. yeah and we know that comes off harsh and it's easier said than done and we get it yeah. and we've also yeah. not taken mm -hmm. our advice at certain times in our lives and that's okay but we're speaking from experience yep don't be dysfunctional um <laughs> all right so, let's go yeah. on all right so instagram stories um yeah we have let's this talk about this they're super fun. And if you follow someone and especially if you've interacted with them a lot, their stories when they make one is going to be one of the first things you see when you log into Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's good to just unfollow your ex. Um, even if you're like, maybe down the road, I'll follow him again when we could just be friends. Like not right now. Don't do it right no, now. No, we'll keep talking follow about him. this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, can so, you restrict someone on IG the way that you can on Facebook? Uh, like, oh yeah, because Facebook, they're like, we're friends, but I don't but follow They don't them. see all of your stuff? I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. You can yeah, block okay. people on Instagram and you can oh, I know. block them. Nothing is permanent. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, so blocking could be great because then if you are really sensitive to their feelings after a breakup, you can know that they are not possibly watching you at all. So, 
Um, if that helps you, um, blocking is a great thing to do, but, um, it's, it's hard because stories are up to date. They're in the moment. They're a little bit more structured than the feed. Um, they're like not as, um, curated, I guess. And so they're like, they're basically the, the cyber stalkers haven because it's like, oh, who are they actually hanging out with right now? Like, what are they actually doing in the yeah. last 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is hard to stop yourself from looking. Um, but I have an exercise that can help. And that is to write out every possible outcome. Um, so what this means is, you know, there's a reason why you're looking. Yeah. Uh, you may be looking to see if he's moving on. Is he out with friends? Is he happy? Maybe you want to see whether he's sad. Maybe you want to see if he's posting like sad quotes, like tiles on his <laughs> IG story. Uh, so many guys you know? do that, right? So many guys do that. What? <laughs> no, uh, I, I see. I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Or if they're just like, you know, getting hammered or something and you could twist it into some reason that they're like, he misses you know, me. sad. He misses me because he's getting drunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> we make fun, but it's, we get it. We get it. We've been there. It's okay. But yeah. we have to make fun of you a little bit. Um, so if you write out every possible outcome and then write out how each of those make you feel. So number one, I see that he's on a date with someone. How do I feel knowing that? Not good. Um, I see that he's out with friends and then you start thinking, oh, this isn't really affecting him. How do you feel? Not good. You see that he's just like, binge watching Netflix and you're like, fuck, he's hurting too, but he still doesn't want to be with me. How do you feel? Not good. I guarantee most of them, all of them, you're not going to be happy. None Mm. of the outcomes you're going to be happy. And sometimes you know that intellectually, but in the moment you have to remind yourself because you're an addict looking for a fix. Mm -hmm. So write out the things. Do any of them make you happy? And yeah, I, I, I find that can be helpful and you can tell yourself, all I have to do is do this exercise and then I can look. Well, also what just occurred to me is when, when you look at someone's story, they know that you're looking. Yeah. So, I mean, is that really what you want to tell you? And that's when I think, um, like fake Instagram accounts come into play. I can't believe people do that, but yeah, I know it's, it's. I get so many West out there. dudes with with hardly any followers or following mm-hmm. people um, yeah. follow me all, yeah. I, all the time. And all I time. normally, yes, and I normally do block, but I guess it just occurred to me, like, I wonder how many of these could be someone from my past. Someone you know. Oh, it's so scary. You know. I don't know. I, Especially, yeah, because I get a bunch, like, I get a lot of, like, the profile picture is, like, a military guy. <laughs> or a doctor and I'm like does someone someone know like someone is making a fake account uh-huh. and they know that I kind of have a little bit of a type <laughs> <laughs> well if, they, um, if anyone's doing that they're really yeah. barking up the wrong tree because yeah. I've never like, yeah exactly I'm messages. like all right I'm gonna block you because I just don't know who you are and yep. I I've also had an ex, like though do yeah. create fake accounts I found yeah. out it was him 
neither way it's a good thing it's like okay if it's someone you know who wants to be anonymous block them Mm. hell no I want to know that you're looking at me and Mm. then like if it's a bot then block it because you don't want to get in trouble with Instagram having bots following your account like boosting your followers good point yeah if it seems suspicious just yeah cut it out don't worry about your follower number yeah um go on (laughs) So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, I have several people that I dated casually who still watch my story, and I don't really think it means anything. Okay. Um, that said, no one from a serious relationship from my past still watches consistently. Um, I have had like a couple weird moments where I'm like, oh, you're having a weak moment because I know you weren't following me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of so, like, does it uh, get in your head when you see that this person is following you still? Um, no, because I'm so super over them that I'm just like, oh, I love that because that was Um, my point is, um, you know, I think that sometimes it does mean something uh, from personal experience is I do think that some people who you date in the past who keep looking each time that there is probably something behind that. Yeah. But what really matters is if it bothers you or not, or if you're worrying about what what it means and if Mm -hmm. it's on your mind. And that's, I think really what the important thing is, is if you are the one who's being motivated by what it means and if they're looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're speaking mostly to women who are kind of recently coming out of something and are hurting from that, in which case, yeah, if he watches your story, you're probably going to think about what it means. Yeah, Um, I've had a friend or a few different friends, actually, that I can think of who whenever they posted a story, they would so quickly or that or even the next day with you know within 24 hours go to see if this particular person saw it yeah and it's just doing nothing but holding you back yeah really yeah it's it's hard yeah so I know that it's hard really I want to keep putting that out there where um you know it's hard but we're we have to be harsh (laughs) yeah 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 and also this it's gonna make you happier yeah down the road (laughs) this is what's best for you okay right Um, okay so I'm not on snapchat now I was in the past and just couldn't really get into it but I know it's popular and I that's awesome and I also know that it's a lot of fun so Mm want to talk about some tips for dealing with snapchat so snapchat Number one, if you're, if you are still using Snapchat after your relationship ends, first thing you do, turn off your flashback memories, um, because they will, they will blindside you and you have no idea what happened on that one day a year ago. And it could be a really painful memory. You are not ready to be like, oh, nostalgically, but like, okay with the past watching these, you are not in that place. Um, you because can with Snapchat, these. you use it all the time. And so yeah. there's going to be a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, all okay. the time. And they're also more private messages. So these are not things oh. that you have like broadcast. Oh. So, so a these message, are things, a chat yeah. or a snap, whatever. <laughs> between you and your uh ex-partner where you were just saying like good morning you know look at me I'm cute that's saved and oh my god and they'll be like hey this happened a year ago this happened three years ago not what you need not good not good disable that 
right now. Um, Facebook also has like uh, memories or I forget what they call it, but um, they'll be like, oh, this happened three years ago. Yeah, and, no, yeah disable those yeah. as well. But also just Google um, how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't walk you through it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I find that funny, but yeah, <laughs> give it a goog. Um, another thing about Snapchat is um, you can see where you um, you are yeah, geographically, yeah, right? Location. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk sick. That is yeah. so horrible. Yeah, speaking from the perspective of someone who has a pre had a previous ex who utilized that feature with Facebook to basically kind of stalk. Um, yeah, same. Uh, disable that ASAP mm-hmm. because even I- if you don't think they would ever do that, it's better to just be on the safe side. And just I don't not. know why anyone needs that, even if you no aren't in a that. I don't want I mean, my friends you to know to, where I am, it, know that I just never leave my house. It's not like, okay. <laughs> this constant need to yeah, yeah let people know what you're doing. And uh, let's not get into it now. This, this is dangerous. This is uh, n- yeah. nothing. Yeah. Anyone who needs to know where you are, you can send them a text or call them. This is yeah. just so fraught with so many yeah. Um, yeah and I guess that's like same thing with stories is like if you can just take the video or the picture and then later upload it to stories so that you're not Mm, actually in the same location that you were in when you took the story because otherwise people can show up there and if you have a public account strangers can Mm -hmm. know where you are Mm -hmm. so you know when you see my stories going up um I mean unless they're like in my house because I'm there like most of the time (laughs) I'm probably not in that location anymore when you see the story go up you're like yeah so everyone take no I'm not (laughs) I'm not hiking anymore I am not there you cannot show up and see me at the hiking spot um it is no longer at red rocks yeah exactly (laughs) yeah damn it now they know where I go hiking Mm. um I'm sorry I thought I don't know I mean someone who lives in Colorado it's yeah it's obvious to me where you are yeah exactly so you know go and camp there wait for me to show up uh sometime in the next month um so so basically be safe yeah we've kind of segued a little bit but um you know I think safety comes first and if we have a moment where we can like potentially save someone's life like we're gonna share a little tip that can help well and these are for tips if you're if you've been with someone long term, but yeah. this could absolutely apply to casual dating where yeah. you, you, don't you don't actually know, know. You don't know what they're. You should are. never have. No one should have the ability to see where you are. So yeah, yeah. so you're going to turn off your memories on Snapchat. You're going to turn off the location sharing, yeah. and then what else with Snapchat? Um, yeah, I mean, Snapchat. I mean, hopefully your ex is not reaching out to you on Snapchat. Mm, okay. Um, but if they are, I would just like delete the app for a time. Um, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you should be able to block them on there. So do that too. Absolutely. Um, if they are trying to reach out on Snap, because that's also kind of, I don't know, Snap texting is kind of 
suspect because it disappears after you open it. So, but then you still get the memory. Um, yeah. So they keep it. Snapchat has everything you've ever seen somewhere in a vault. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, people like it because you can be messaging your side person while your regular person doesn't know. Right. Um, All right. Another future episode. Why Snapchat is... (laughs) there's just okay so yeah i think we've we we're good with snapchat okay (laughs) sorry to focus there (laughs) but just wanted to make sure because i know a lot of people who are dating use it yeah yeah all right cool so should we talk about a few of the things that i think you should not be posting yay do you have anything else all right yeah so here are a few of the things that stood out to me about what not to do or to do with social media after a breakup. First, do not post an announcement about your breakup <laughs> on social media. Uh, All right, yeah. so this stands out to me because as some people know, prior to being in Colorado a year and a half ago, I was overseas for six plus years. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this was a trend in the States But when I was living in Australia, after you would break up with someone, and this was during the trend of conscious uncoupling. Oh God. People would go on mostly Facebook, but I saw it on G a little, and do a long post about how so-and-so and I have decided to break up. We're still friends. This is the reason. This is what I'm dealing with. Just so you know. So cringy. Okay, sorry for everyone who did that. Yeah. But so have you seen people doing this? Um, I think it might have happened like when I was back in high school. I feel <laughs> like I've seen a couple posts okay. like that, but it was high school. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm talking yeah. about uh people 30s, 40s, and beyond who would do this yeah. after breaking up. All right. It's so interesting. Yeah, if you need to share that information, you should be sending it to the few people who need that information. Yeah. Send it to them privately. You are not famous. You do not need to explain what happened. So that and that's (sighs) one of my few points about this is anyone who needs to know about your breakup should be someone that you tell. Yeah. And yeah, like you said. Yeah, unless I guess you're both celebrities who you know need to put yeah. out a press well, release. Well, and even celebrities, I don't think we're owed an explanation of like what. No, happened I don't to think so either. But too. I think that you know they might have like PR yeah. reasons. Yeah. Because of maybe being hounded, shared with- business interests, mm-hmm. and yeah. like yeah. releases and. A god, maybe like any couple that b- became a thing on The Bachelor and like didn't last. Um. <laughs> What? Like I can see why they don't stay together. What? what? <laughs> I it was too um, love. All right. So putting <laughs> something public about your breakup is exact. Like I said earlier about following someone is the yeah. exact opposite of what you need to start your new life. Yeah. Um, you know, seeking public recognition is encouraging this connection rather than creating space with this person. Yeah. And. Yeah. Let's talk about consent. Consent. If you are going to post about your breakup, you would need to tell this person that you're going to do it, get Mm -hmm. their consent. And so this is like kind of a personal intimate conversation that you need to have with this person. And you really shouldn't be doing that right now. 
like talking about how to announce this to the world in a way that you both agree with yeah you're probably both not not agreeing on whatever the reason was for the breakup too yep I have a crazy story and I can I feel comfortable sharing this here I knew some people whilst I was over there and my friend got full-on dumped by her boyfriend and he like came to the party where we were broke up with her at the party wow I know it was so uncomfortable and then went back home and did one of these announcement posts on Facebook the same night Oh my God. Did he have like his PR agent, like put it together before he went through with the breakup, you know, like highly, highly suspect that he had thought about what he was going to say before this. (sighs) And yeah, she never said it was okay. Um, But it's about like wanting to deliver this message to the world about how evolved Uh, you are. And again, going back to this, we're still friends, you know, look at us. And it's, it's just, it's not necessary. He wants to like are uncomfortable when they see these things, you know. Yeah, they're like, do I like it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, well, it's also like it's almost like it's almost like that quote, you know, the lady doth protest too much, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like you're trying to protect your reputation and it makes it look like you need to protect your reputation well yeah like, and just you know this is a real life story about how it happened and the way that he went about ending the relationship he totally overcompensated overcompensated <laughs> like, complete completely so anyways yeah. don't do it um, don't do it you know we don't want to see it <laughs> yeah. all right so another thing not to post which i totally see people doing is mm-hmm. this kind of dark call for help in a way where a post where you say that you're hurting you know you might say something like you know why do I keep trusting people you know hurt heart you know I uh, absolutely did this when I got divorced or I totally will admit you know I would put something out there so that I I guess I wanted people to know I was hurt yeah (laughs) this is a long time ago self-expression I yeah I guess so but it's it's just If you feel like you need support, if you go about doing it this way, you're not going to receive the type of support that you actually need. You know, someone making a comment on the post or someone you don't really know that well who reaches out asking what's going on. This is not, you know, healthy support. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you'd probably only accept support from like maybe two or three people in your 800 friends Mm -hmm. on Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know? So why broadcast it to the 800 people if you are specifically looking for support from a few Well, yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that, yep. And I think that people can see it as that you're trying to get the ex's attention. Yeah. And also, yeah, Yeah, um, and- this is another sorry to be harsh thing. Ooh, we've got a few on this. Yeah, we got this one is all full of like the harsh truths, the harsh reality. But they are truths. Yeah. And going on Facebook or Instagram and saying something like this, it is it's needy energy. And no one likes the term needy. I totally get that. 
Yeah, like you like should have ugly. needs. We're not saying <laughs> right. that you need to be completely independent. It's good to have needs. It's just the indiscriminately like shotgunning out into the world. Like, right. It's very bad energy. Um, you should be trying. I made you such should a be... weird noise. <laughs> I just thought I could we'll skip skip right past that. No, it's fine. All right. We'll continue. Sorry. The truth is that you need to be trying to put your best foot forward. Look, you know, you need to be doing you right now. And so, you know, advertising things like, you know, like I said, why even go on? Why do I trust the wrong people? Um you told me one earlier, an example of this. Uh, that someone oh, had posted. people people leave your life yeah. for a reason. Yes, people leave your life for a reason. You know, um, um, various things. Oh, I have another like, um, like why do people lie about their feelings? Like, yeah, why would exactly. you say I love you and then leave? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Or something about, um, yeah, tough times or whatever. Um, it's just it's it's really bad energy these are things that the thing is about social media like these are things that you're putting out into the world yeah and this isn't what you want to put out into the world and these are the exact types of posts that you come to regret later yeah trust me trust me this is the exact type of thing that you you're will just go back like and delete. cringe <laughs> yes yes yeah. don't yeah. i mean oh, this is harsh but yeah don't don't embarrass yourself if you need support tell someone you need support you know, you, yeah. call, you can call a hotline, you know, you yeah. can get your sister on the phone. You can, there's a number of other things that you can do that yeah. are actually you going start, to benefit you. Start an anonymous moody poetry Instagram account oh. and put all of your, <laughs> yeah. all of that out there. No one knows who you are. You get to, to have self-expression. You get to put those ideas out there that people can relate to. I think mm-hmm. it's when it's yeah. like, I, I mean, it's, uh, it sucks, but everything you put online is part of your personal brand. Even if you're a individual with like no business and stuff, it's yeah. like, w- that's a good point. What do you want to yeah. be known for? What do you want to be known mm-hmm. for? Mm-hmm. Um, d- employers do check this stuff, whether that's ethical or not. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's like part of the world right now. You just don't want a record of that out there. Yeah. And Agreed. like, yes, and again, live your truth be who you are. But part of that is that live your real life truth. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be projecting all this stuff online. That's not really living your truth. I agree. I I remember one time uh, when I was getting divorced. Do you remember that song? It's just one of those days that a girl goes through. Yes. I posted. It's just one of those days. Oh and yeah, a lot of people did respond, you know. But yeah. are, looking I back, mean, it, de- it definitely wasn't yeah. my brightest moment. If yeah. I was really honest with myself, I had a reason for doing that. You know, I wanted yeah, people to feel bad for me. Yeah. And like what's crazy is like I was the queen of of song lyrics on Instagram like statuses like Mm -hmm. all through high school (laughs) and I liked the words and the plays on words and the things that they did and like yeah I was fucking moody in high school 
but I remember those. like I would, I would post lyrics that I did not relate to, mm-hmm. you know, just because I thought that they were cool. Like, cause I like words and writing. And I was just like, this is so like, this is so clever what they did there. And people mm. would be like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Um, that mm. was actually, I just I liked it, but, um, yeah, you know, I was also 16, 17 years old. So don't act like a 16, 17 year old, you know? Yeah, harsh <laughs> but true. All right. So another thing, uh, another passive aggressive don't is do not try to make your ex jealous by posting sexy pics. Thirst trap. <laughs> okay. Seriously, so many people do this. I yeah. probably been guilty of it in the past, yeah. but look, it's again, it's this time to look at your motivations for yeah. doing things. If you're being motivated by what they might think or what someone else might say to them about how hot you looked, you're still connected. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if your Instagram feed is full of just thirst trap after thirst trap Mm -hmm. before the breakup too, then sure. Go ahead. Like it's, there's no like change, but if you go from like, here's what I'm reading to like suddenly I'm posing in the mirror in a bikini, like for no reason. Right. And this was one of my points is that people see through this behavior. Yeah. Very We all easily. know what you're doing. If you weren't doing this before, you're going to probably kind of embarrass yourself by just randomly popping in, you, you yeah. know, with the steamy low cut selfie or yeah. whatever. I have a friend in New York who's a, a model actually. And uh, she posts all the time pictures of herself doing these sexy things. And I know for a fact that like she doesn't, there's no differentiation between yeah. when she goes to a breakup and not, but yeah, exactly. she's probably the one person I can think of, <laughs> you yeah. know, that this wouldn't be a little random or suspect. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I guess our message is stick with what you were doing before. Like this is, this is your public facing identity. Mm-hmm. You want to keep your, um, like you want to keep your processing in person. Like, yes, you can share how you're feeling with your mm-hmm. friends. You can message back and forth. Like you, can, you, you can share that stuff and you should, it's just, shooting it out into the universe like indiscriminately for just whoever stumbles upon it is not mm-hmm. the way to get support after a breakup and that's what just it just like it's just not good energy and I think um it's all about acting you know we mentioned this before like fake it till you make it but there is power in that in that um you are every time you do something every time you think a thought you're strengthening that pathway in your brain Mm -hmm. and so if you're strengthening the part of you that likes to share that you're really sad and Mm -hmm. thirst trapping and just like doing doing, all this like trying to prove something something doing all this weird stuff (laughs) i'm sorry for my true descriptions (laughs) um but yeah like you want to you want to keep it 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 doesn't have to be private but it shouldn't be for the public you know yeah or trying to get at your ex somehow yeah Um, yeah so I don't want ulterior motives (laughs) yes that's that's absolutely my point is you need to be motivated you need to be posting these things for you not them and that's really hard to tell after a breakup 
you know, yeah. it can be subconscious for sure. Yeah. Um, so all that being said though, I don't want anyone to think that we don't want you to feel sexy after your breakup yeah. and want to take photos. Yeah. So, um, I, I have done a boudoir shot or shoot yeah. after a breakup <laughs> Just and <one>. it is <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Just one shot. Uh, no, a full shoot. And yeah. it's so fun. It does make you feel so Amazing. good. It's yeah. a great thing to do. I would love yeah. to somehow offer this as part of my coaching packages in the future. Yes. Um, it's a wonderful outlet. Um, and so I, I would say to do that, right? You've I done do it. A boudoir right? shoot. I did. And I did it after a really hard breakup. And my friend mm -hmm. was like, you need to, you need to do this. This is my photographer friend. Like you're booking it right now. And like uh -huh. the next week I did it actually a friend of mine also did the shoot too. So she had her own shoot, but oh, we did fun. it on the same day. So we like went and got ready together oh my God. and yeah. And it's, it. it's definitely it. intimidating, but then also you really get, get into the groove. Like once it starts, you're like, mm -hmm. Oh, this is actually super fun. And the yeah. results are so amazing. Oh, I, and... I really want to do one yeah. sometime this year I'm not going through a breakup but I just know that this is a yeah. great thing for people you can to do, do it anytime yeah you don't need yeah. to oh, be going for, through a breakup sure. but it's definitely <laughs> like it just like showers you in self-love you're like holy yeah. fuck that's what I look like mm -hmm. like right. damn like any partner I get is so lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does. It does give you a chance to, you know, kind of see yourself as um, other yeah. people see you. Um, yeah. And then just as far as posting, I think that scheduling a shoot is good because you know, there's time involved, you know, you're yeah. not doing it in the heat of the moment. Um, you yeah. know, you need to book it, you need to plan for it, you need to the, the pictures need to get processed. So yeah. if you do end up wanting to share these you know, you can think things through a little yeah. bit more before you do. It's not as raw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And then of <laughs> course my number one tip, and we've talked about this. I really, really think that taking a total break from social media for two weeks is a great, great thing to yes. do after a breakup. Yeah. I think for me, I have deactivated my Facebook for two weeks. Oh, maybe deactivated my IG. I don't know. I like Instagram yeah. a lot. And then what helps me, perhaps even if I didn't deactivate the accounts is to just take the apps off my phone for a short period of time, yes. because it just makes the, um, the temptation less, but really yeah. like, do you during this time, eliminate this as something that you're thinking about two weeks, you can go back nothing, you know, yeah. well, I've changed. Me, and, not much has happened. Right. Right. <laughs> this is my best tip for anyone is yeah. Just commit to 14 days of no, yeah. no social media, or at least maybe one of the platforms that you think might be, might be harmful. Yeah. And I, I've frequently had clients look at it the other way where they start really thinking about what their ex is going to think of what they're posting. Um, and so there's like this whole thought process that they're going through. Like, if I post this, will he be okay with it? Like, mm. and that I just want to stop you right now. Yeah. Um, and I know how common it is because I've had these conversations with women. And, you know, my question is, does it matter? 
doesn't matter what he thinks if you post a picture with you smiling. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what he thinks if you block him. Because he lost the right to have an opinion when mm-hmm. you guys broke up. Mm-hmm. And as as your coach and as your podcast coach, I only <laughs> care about your well-being and recovery. And he is an adult. He can focus on his own recovery. Um, it's make him off as harsh but it's actually very respectful of him to be like hey I'm not I'm not including him in my thought process because it's assuming that he has the capability of taking care of his own emotional health you do not need to mother him you do not need to take care of him he's capable of moving through this hard time and you know excluding like basic decency and you know not posting anything deliberately hurtful you do Mm -hmm. not need to tiptoe around his feelings he's going to be just fine and you have to assume that like you whatever he does on social media is only taking into account his best interests so and um, I guess another reason to block or deactivate for a short time you know if you're really so worried about it then maybe he doesn't need to see anything that you're posting yeah exactly yeah Mm -hmm. if you're if you do don't think he's capable of like setting his own boundaries then go ahead and set them for him but you know still I'd like to think that we can be like hey we're all adults he Mm -hmm. what's best for him you know not saying that guys typically deal with relationships ending in the healthiest of ways but that's not your job um and my only caveat is that you always need to be kind i do not recommend posting anything in anger um don't drag someone publicly um and don't post a picture with someone new like right after your breakup as like a revenge post No, no revenge posting, all of this. Like, look at your motivation and yeah, don't be following each other. I really think that we should normalize blocking and that people should just see that blocking someone for a period of time is kind of a normal thing that you do during a breakup. And that there shouldn't be all this emotion attached to it and offense attached to it. And this is just something that happens. Yeah. You are Mm -hmm. not responsible for how people perceive you. You literally cannot control that. Even if you spend your whole life and a lot of people do spend your whole life trying to, to manage how people see you, it's not mm-hmm. going to work. It doesn't matter how hard you try. So, you know, just like put that to the side, but regardless, make sure you keep your karma clean. His karma is mm-hmm. his own. Whatever yeah. he did to you, that's his shit. So mm-hmm. keep your karma clean. Yep. No. Yep. I like all of this. I think that was, Yay. that was good. We covered a lot. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh I my hope God. people had a pen and paper and <laughs> you know, a whiteboard. A whiteboard. <laughs> most of all, you know, if you want to be happier during a breakup, you know, Stay stepping away from socials. social media or, you know, really examining the ways in which you're using it mm-hmm. is a really great way to do that. Yeah. yeah. So. That's awesome. Oh, and I just thought of something. You can always hire your own uh, PR agent, AKA your best friend and be like, Hey, I'm thinking of posting this with this caption. What do you Mm -hmm. think this is going to come across as? Do you think this is neutral? Okay. Um, And she can just be, be a little gatekeeper. Um, <laughs> make well, sure when you're actually voicing this out loud, you might also catch yourself as you're telling the other person, 
oh wait this does seem yeah you're like silly. Uh, uh-huh. okay right yeah um, that's a good yeah. tip i like that yeah but choose that friend wisely because it might be that one friend who's like yeah fucking post it um <laughs> so uh, yeah true, true. but anyway just an idea um and i think that's it all right uh, oh. uh you have a resource though right that you want to share so I do have a free little PDF social media guide. So if you want the tips from this episode um, to be written down, so you didn't have to have a whiteboard and be taking notes during <laughs> this, um, just DM me. And it is also available on my website. But if you don't feel like going and getting it, just DM me and I'll send you the link. That's very cool. Wonderful job, Claire. And I guess, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I just really wish you luck with your breakup. If you want more support, again, hit me up and I'm there for you. I've also got various, you know, programs and packages that I'm offering. But number one reason we're doing this is so that you can beat this breakup. Hell yeah, beat the breakup. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Loftus. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. Talk soon. Bye. And here's a preview of our next episode. It's like there are still expectations. Mm-hmm. You have to have that communication mm-hmm. aspect. There is more to juggle because there are yeah. more people. And then if you're monogamous, you know, you have to meet your own needs in the areas that your partner doesn't meet them. So there's always going to be a drawback. There's not just one like magic pill. No, no. And that, that's exactly right. Like in monogamous relationships, that's the thing you do. You have to manage that. Whereas and Polly, I find we can explore that further. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't just go out and sleep with whoever I want to go sleep with. I talk to my partners first, mostly my live-in partner. The other two are a little bit, we're a little bit more relaxed in our relationship styles, but I'm not going to just go out and sleep with a whole bunch of people.